0: Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the
1: views, they are amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I'm your moderator back on the podcast It's week, Jones, and I got Art in the background. What's going on, sir?
2: What's up, man? Uh, Life is is well, man. I can't complain. I'm happy. Uh, Got some big projects. And I'm looking forward to the move to Atlanta. So that is uh, the work in the background for the next couple of months, just planning and coordinating that whole move. So, yeah, it's good.
1: ATL, here he comes. Yes, sir. Easy. Sir Fresh, what's going on, man? I see you feeling good in Miami.
0: Hey, you know, we out here taking
1: up. You know, another beautiful day in
0: Zamunda. Fresh Ovation has officially been invigorated into the world. So uh, we out
1: here, man. We live Meanwhile, me and Coach K, I'm getting five inches tomorrow. How much you getting? Um, Three to six. Three
3: to
1: six.
3: Yeah, it's probably going
1: to go up, though, <laughs> would be my guess. We'll see what K is going to do. Shout out to you, man, on the, uh, the, the break room episode, 136. Yeah, man. Um,
3: it was interesting just being there by myself, having <laughs> nobody else to look at.
1: <laughs> all in your own corner, all in your own space. How you always- it was fire,
2: though. It was fire. Even though you were alone, it was, it was, it was good.
1: I gems. will say it was a really good episode, one of the highest listened as far as, you know, by the week goes, you know, one of the highest listening episodes. If you haven't had an opportunity, go ahead and check that out from last week, episode 136, The Break Room, Coach K giving you lessons and little tips and nuggets to get you through your week, three tips in particular, but I won't spoil it. I'll let you go back and check that out for yourselves. Uh, what's up,
3: man. I mean, you know, at the same time, I did miss you guys because anytime I got stuck, or didn't <laughs> going. There was nobody to jump in, so.
1: <laughs> you're never the one that gets stuck. That's always my job. So you the just <laughs> in the break room. Get <laughs> the in the break room. Right. Ooh. Easy, easy. We're officially kicking off Black History Month this week, man. Um, so to do it yes. all, to set it off right, uh, you know, we first and foremost got to celebrate today's February 4th, Rosa Parks' birthday. Um, so I want to start off with that. But also, I was just doing some digging. Um, for, you know, Black history in, on this day and found J.C. Watts back in 1997. He's a former congressman, Republican congressman, first African-American to give the response to the State of the Union. And it's crazy because we got the State of the Union going on right now. Right actually yeah. catch that mm-hmm. before we jumped on. Um, but J.C. Watts, really amazing man. Um, I actually watched his whole State of the Union or response to the State of the Union at that time. And it was a very unifying response, it's crazy, 1997. And everything is still applicable, especially in the divisive age that we are living in now. But it was really good message. And uh, I did a little bit more digging on JC and he actually happens to be founding the Black News Channel, which is gonna be the 24/7 news network that's gonna be devoted to news and uh, events and things just for us. Um, and actually, supposed to launch uh, February 10th, so five, oh. six days from now. Absolutely. So it's, it's crazy, but um, it's supposed to be launching on major networks like Comcast and Dish. Um, they have a phenomenal lineup. Um, they got a Michelle Obama program uh, on there, a Beyonce program. So it's definitely something I'm interested in. If you got Comcast or Dish, make sure you get that on your uh, subscription. Me, I'm going to be looking for the streaming version. Uh, I'll pay for it, like Netflix, uh, because I don't watch too much TV. But that's it today in in Black History. Shout out J.C. Watts and all of his accomplishments and things to come. And Rosa Parks.
2: That's real cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah, man. Um, And then on to, I know we had the Super Bowl last week. (coughs) Excuse me. Last Sunday. And it's funny, K, that you bring up this topic um, because I was, you know, running through things in my mind. And then, you know, you got Patrick Mahomes, who's Super Bowl MVP champion and all that stuff. And it kind of hit me as a somewhat example of someone coming into that, you know, environment that was just made exactly, you know, for them. And I was just having a conversation and I heard it on air, you know, somebody had mentioned how lucky he is to have come in to assist system that was just the perfect fit. You know, you got the perfect coach, all of these mm. weapons, you know, right around him. And, you know, it's funny that they attribute a, they attributed that to luck and not everything else that Patrick Mahomes has probably done all the way up to that time frame. I mean, we're talking about somebody that's probably prepped for this moment his, in, his entire life, you know, the relentless pursuit of his passion and such. Uh, so we wanted to give you all some of that tonight what we look to to create that environment you know around ourselves i think personally one of the biggest things that you kind of have to have is that innate desire you know to 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 be greater or better um i think you have to know within yourself that you want to push for and in doing that uh you kind of get over yourself in a sense um, you you get over yourself and and the worry of failure or trying to become you know this greater or bigger version of yourself, and you start asking for help, um, and and looking for mentor. A perfect example of that today we're on a call um, for with a, a potential investor but also a potential mentor, just someone uh, with much more experience and knowledge than what we currently have. Um, And the only reason we were really in that position is because we opened our mouths. We, we looked for that. We actively pursued that. So for me, I think the, one of the biggest things that you can do is, you know, going out there and and seeking that help, seeking those people who are more knowledgeable, more experienced than you to kind of put them in your space to help propel you. I want to take it back. Just, just,
3: just one step and make sure that people understand what we're talking about. So we're talking about the importance of your environment, right? Physical, mental, um, some would even say spiritual. Um, How important is that to your growth? And I think one of the things that happened was I was thinking about how much people put stock into making sure their children get into the right school systems. As, as you hear Faison laugh and people will go to extreme lengths to make sure that their kids get into a school system that's going to enrich the foundation of their child. But then somehow as adults, we seem to forget that and we don't always put ourselves in an environment that's going to continue to enrich our livelihood, enrich um, our capabilities. And that's kind of how I got onto the whole thing of environment. Obviously, there are people out there to talk about it. You know, you hear the things like, you're the average of the five uh, people that you hang around the most or show me your friends uh, and we'll see who you are, blah, blah, blah. Uh, You know, some of that I bought into in the past, not necessarily 100%, but I do think there's something to it. And even if you look at movies, like we've always seen it in movies. Um, uh, who did I think about earlier? Oh, movies and TV. Actually, if you think about uh, Billy Ray Valentine, right, and Trading Places, movie about taking a guy uh, out of his environment and putting him to a more uh, healthy environment all the way around, right, financially, um, just – with wealth, all types of things. And what would that do if he was actually given a chance? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Look at that. They took, they took, uh, will from West Philadelphia.
0: And Born what
3: they bring him to Bel-Air? Yeah. And, and, and look what happened. And those are just TV, TV and movie examples. But I think we see that all the time. So I think it's fitting that you talked about Patrick Mahomes and they're, what they're saying. But was it luck or did the people around him intentionally make the decisions that would put him in the right school to where he actually had uh, the choice of going baseball or football, right? You you hold out until you get to the right team that had a system that would be conducive to
1: you. And, And how often are we doing that as adults? Man, I just want to say when you said Billy Ray Valentine, I was like, trading places. Isn't that Eddie Murphy? Like who's <laughs> Billy Ray Valentine? <laughs> Gotta use that pop culture reference. Exactly. No, but I think you're absolutely right, man. Um, and it's funny because, you know, conversely, the people putting him into position to to win. You know, you honestly, and I didn't even think at it, think of it, you know, from from that angle. Um, so I think that's uh, that's an inter- uh, interesting uh, point of view to take from it. Um.
2: I mean, just like you said, Kay, with the fact of the kids, I know I've shifted my mindset that, okay, now everything is going to be from me moving forward to them starting their path all to the next level, looking for housing and trying to find like, the best schooling in the area. And I just thought about it. That's why I laughed. I thought, yeah, I literally am shifting my entire thought process and, and not future, but you know, my goals is to, okay, what can I make sure to do that they are set for success and our next step going forward? How can they be better than me? How can they be the next generation for our family? Um, And you never think about that until you just put it into play. And it just hit me really hard because I'm looking deeply in Georgia for just the best schools. not about my, am I going to enjoy where I'm living or I'm going to enjoy the environment? It's like, what is the best school for these guys when they are in middle and high school? Not in preschool. Like, I'm looking deeper into that mindset and trying to get in there. And, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and
3: and, and I, I bet you it never hit you to think, okay this neighborhood is going to get me this for the kids, but what is it going to get me? Am I going to have the support that I need? Am I going to uh, have a tribe of people locally? What are the chances? And I'll tell you guys from from experience that with all the moves I've made, the toughest thing has been not having um, a group of people wherever I live, right? So going to Maryland or going to Virginia when I first went to Virginia I didn't know anybody not a soul uh so there was really nobody and everybody knows those those are my abyss days I just went into the abyss nobody knew where I was how I was doing what was going on and then back to Florida then back then up to Maryland and really until Brett got there there was nobody that I really had made the type of connection as far as trust. And we're trying to do something
1: bigger than just doing my nine to five every day. That's oh, really I'm interesting. Sorry.
3: There's Kevin too, but go ahead, sir.
1: I was going to say that's interesting just in that example, because I think, well, from what I know of you, um, in those timeframes and how everyone speaks of you, at least on a professional level, you saw an extreme amount of success within that time frame. So to be in an environment that may not have fed you in the ways that you needed to be fed, I guess, on the outside, or as anyone else would perceive, you were still able to find it. So how did you go about creating that environment for yourself?
3: I I was just about to say, so I did have um, Kevin who, look, Kevin and I went to high school together. Uh, We weren't necessarily that close in high school, but, We both ended up working for CarMax. He was in South Florida. I was in South Florida. And then we branched out. Obviously I was up there before Kevin was, but building that virtual network. And that's the advantage of today. That's, that's, that's the positive of today, right? That's the positive of the internet. That's a positive of social media. You can still connect to people that can provide that support for you. However, it's not the same thing as having people in close proximity. So through building relationships with people that could give me some insight into the things that I was experiencing and doing. And I think you have to connect yourself to people that have been where you are. It's not just good enough to connect yourself to people that are where you are.
0: Very true. I think um, another piece we haven't spoke about is, is, um, the elements that bring you joy in your environment, right? Whether like for me, it's it's music, right? So being able to have my DJ set, but also have, you know, my laptop with music and other things that I enjoy, but being able to, as a person, figure out things that you like and make sure that you provide yourself the opportunity to enjoy those things. I think especially as we grow up, people get into these mindsets that, Oh, maybe something like playing video games. Oh, you know, I'm an adult now. I shouldn't, I shouldn't play video games. There is absolutely no reason for you not to do things that bring you joy and happiness. It may mean that you need to be strategic about when you do those things, <laughs> but you absolutely should make sure that you provide yourself the opportunity to do things that you like um, regardless. And then also when you're um, discussing about taking that move, right? And, and especially with children and, and you're not focused on making sure that you have you know the the, the support system that's going to be there and and simple things like your commute to work um what type of uh you know entertainment things you have around your house all of those play a big factor into that energy that you can possibly bring back into the house you or your spouse right because everybody has been in that situation where Outside influences that really should not be as heavily weighted on your relationship have created a virus and infuse, you know, ultimately hatred in, in situations just from, you know, things like a, a rough commute, uh, you know, not having anything, you know, no movie theaters close to my house. And, you know, I love movies, whatever it may be, but it's about finding those pieces and really making sure you are able to infuse in your life and, and, and create the joy that you want while you're riding that way you know you you mentioned something and that's
3: the things that bring you joy and I think that was key because just the other day I was thinking I was like man you know what I used to have music around me all the time right so before Fresh was a DJ I was a DJ right and maybe not to his level I'm not as good as he is um I got some things I can contribute, but the the bottom line is, is that (laughs) I definitely appreciate (laughs) (laughs) the bottom line is that I think about life now. And that's something that's missing. Like the music, like why did the music stop? Powerful statement. And there are things that in your life, in your environment are kind of like your anchor items or they're, they are the the pillars that are holding up your space. And when you start sacrificing those things for reasons, which could be, you know, yes, you're older now so you can't play your video games or you have kids and you don't always find that time to listen to your music. Um, There's so many different things, right? So some of us collect sneakers, some of us collect uh, figurines and those things bring you some type of joy and set the tone of your environment. And when they disappear, what, how does that affect you? Like, nobody knows what the, what's the, what's the traumatic effect of that? What's the PTSD in that?
0: People nobody know, knows. they just don't discuss just it. Tracking it. Yeah. People know they just don't discuss it. It's just like, um, well, people are, are willing to settle instead of fight for what they want or what they believe in or, or, you know, or what they're trying to accomplish. Simple thing like um, wanting to quit smoking cigarettes it's not the big battle of quitting smoking cigarettes as much as it is the battle of just being smart enough to say, I'm not going to purchase that next pack when I go into the store. I'll buy whatever the hell else I was going to buy. And I'll just make sure I don't ask for those damn cigarettes. If you could start doing that, that's the steps towards, you know, that bigger goal. But people get so lost in the, I can't do it. And it's so crazy. And this, that, and the third that they won't allow themselves to to just think of the simple step of, man, all I gotta do, the, my biggest battle really is just making sure when I walk in that door and, and go to the, the front counter that I, I don't ask for them, period. If you can win that battle, you won. After that, you're not gonna have them. So you, you can be, you know, you can deal with the frustration of not having them, but it allows you to take those
1: steps in the right uh, momentum. So you gotta formalize those habits, right? You gotta formalize and like be really intentional. You mentioned energy. Um, I think that's a, that's a huge concept that, you know, people, I don't know how often or how much we actually buy into it. It's funny that you use the quitting the cigarettes aspect, um, because although, yes, it is a, a decision, but sometimes this stuff is hard. You know, like life throws things at you. You know, you get these competing responsibilities, your home, your kids, Um, you know, quitting cigarettes, you know, this is a habit that some people picked up when they were younger. And you know, you've been doing it for five or 10 years. So the triggers and things that just keep driving you into that negative, either mind state or negative space, or it may not necessarily be so quote, unquote, negative, but it just isn't enriching you or feeding you in the way that you should be or want to be fed. How do you get out of that cycle? Or, Or what is the what is the word or action for the person that has to deal with those things or is making it, as some may say, harder than it may actually be for themselves? I think one of the biggest things is learning to train um,
0: yourself to have a positive inner voice, right? Because all of us sit there. I know me personally, right? When I'm at the gym, I'm working out. I got my trainer there. She's like, all right, the next thing we're going to do is some crazy stuff for 60 seconds. And I'm in my head and verbally, I'm just like, you know, you crazy as, is the first thing that I'm thinking. Cause I'm like, man, there's no way I'm going to be able to hold this pose or do whatever for that amount of time. But as soon as I say, you're crazy, I, in my head and out loud say, but I could do it. You know, I'm ready for it. it. It doesn't matter. And learning to train yourself to, to constantly have that um, talk back <laughs> with um, yourself, especially in those negative situations, is so key in putting yourself in. it. And, and really this year for myself, as I've been talking about, is a state of execution, right? So being able to put yourself in that mindset and that thought process of execution and moving forward is about stopping that negative conversation that we always have in our head and being able to counteract it with some positivity. And it will take you and propel you so much further when you start making that conscious decision of saying, hey, I'm going to actively dialogue with myself when I have these negative moments and, and push myself towards, no, I, I'm not fat. I'm not, you know, I'm not ugly. I, I am successful. I can do things. You know what I mean? And, and constantly being able to, as soon as you hear yourself just like you would do your child when you hear your child or someone else's child talking negatively, negatively about themselves or someone else, you try to take that um, opportunity to tell them not to do it and to show them a more positive way. Something uh, more constructive to say it's the same thing that you should be doing with yourself to really put yourself in the energy focus and mindset of, you know, I want to excel. I want to do more.
1: Yeah. I've developed uh, the mind state that your light is your life. You know what I'm saying? Your energy is, is everything. And the more you nurture it and the more you protect it, the it is going to serve you. Um, you, you, you have to, because just as much, uh, you know, putting yourself in the right environments or seeking, you know, out people, there are a lot of wolves in sheep clothing out there. You know, there's a lot of people pretending to have your best interests at heart that you could absolutely fall for, find yourself in a trap. So you really gotta be critical when it comes to what's for you, I believe, and, and look at, you know, I don't know, hone that gut instinct almost to make sure that your, your light is your life and you're protecting that energy.
2: Yeah, if, and you,
3: look, being around me ain't free. What's, what's the price of admission? for people being in your life. And when I say that, it's not from a selfish place. It's not from a, look, I need you to to pay to be my friend, but there has to be a healthy exchange of the energy.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Right? If that energy is not there and and I don't feel like, like you support me and then I can in turn support you, then there's an imbalance and you walk around your life and you're just imbalanced and then you just start to stack things on top of one another. So going back to your home environment, uh, I don't do well in clutter. (laughs) I just don't. Um, so if there's clutter where I'm at, then my productivity goes down. Mm -hmm. So You take that and then you go out there and you get yourself around some people that may have some habits that aren't necessarily the best. Or look, the three people you hang around the most, they're overweight. Guess what? Chances are you're probably going to be overweight, right? Because they always want to eat. You want to eat too because those are the three people that you hang around with the most. So there's just so many different things. And when we're talking about environment, it's not just people, it's not just things, it's the music you listen to, it's the things you put in your head, it's the news that you watch. So if, if you look at current state of, let's just say our country, uh, you turn on the TV and there's just so much trash that's just part of your environment and what do you do with all of that? What, what effect does that have on you? I remember um, Denzel said like two years ago, what is the price of too much information? Mm -hmm. Well, definitely what's the price of too much bad information. And when I say bad, I don't mean like they're talking about bad stuff. I just mean like, it's just not healthy. It's nothing that contributes to the positivity of your mind, of what you are capable of doing. So I think that environment piece is something that is, it's not spoken about enough. It's not taught enough but it's
0: one that we need to definitely uh, start to focus on. Another thing I wanted to add was within your environment, you need to learn to communicate your, um, what you like and what you don't like just in general. I think that in general, people do not have the ability to communicate and talk about what's going on, things that they have going on, what they like about something what they don't like about something, and especially being able to do it in a way that doesn't um, create an argument. It might create a uh, disagreement or a, um, what is it, a debate, but not creating an argument, right? Being able to have um, a difference of opinion, state how you feel and, and, and enjoy or don't enjoy something, but being able to have that you know, debate and and keep it healthy and and truly communicate in a way that both parties can um, understand the
1: feelings in in the side that they're coming from. That's something I learned, really learned from Carol. And the, the root of that is all in the relationship. You know, because if you got, if you, life should be about building relationships. That's probably one of the biggest lessons that I learned in the time that I worked with Carol at CarMax and things. The importance of those relationships, your work in relationship, your home relationship, they mirror each other in so many different ways, right? Um, but God damn it, I lost it and I had it and it was gonna be good.
2: <laughs> it's all right we're here listen this is something that that i'll throw in there and help you out while you gather a thought back so the the fear of confrontation leads to a life of compromise and that compromise usually means you are not happy uh externally which leads to health problems at least a whole number of, slew of things and it's purely because you don't want to have conflict in your life and conflict is not always a bad thing you can just Say what you how you feel and, and go forth from there and work on that result, like Ian said. But you have to have that skill set or that ability in your head to say, I'm not going to settle or compromise on this because I feel strongly on this process. Debate it and then win. And if it's a win or a loss, it doesn't matter. You've got it out there. And when you get got your thoughts out there, you feel better in turn that you spoke your piece.
0: One of the strongest and hardest things to do as an adult is be okay with being told no. And and when you can find the strength to understand that a no is not a a knife to the heart, regardless of the situation, the power that you are able to uh, embrace and and the things you are able to execute, when you get that uh, uh, monkey off your back of the fear of no, people fear no in all situations, when you can harness your power to understand that it is just a two letter word and it means nothing, you know, ultimately in the great scheme of things and you can stop allowing that fear to uh, paralyze you and, and not allow you just like Art was saying to uh, have the confidence or, and, you know, to, to be so fearful, it, it'll make a huge difference in your life.
1: And it don't, it doesn't stop. I, I, I'm sorry, Kay, it came back to me, but it don't stop with the no. It's the fear of feedback. That's kind of where I was going with it, man. Like people are, you, you, you find yourself being sensitive. And I, I swear that's another lesson that I learned from working with Carol. You find yourself being sensitive to the feedback that you get from the ones who actually care the most about you and want to see you be successful. And so you disregard or you react in a wet manner that's completely detrimental to the, the, the goal of that conversation of trying to get to be better. So I think when you build a relationship, And you have that relationship, you have those confidants that kind of monitor your blind spots, see areas and give you that, you know, feedback or response. And it's like, hey, you know, this happened. I think you might want to tweak this and you can take that, internalize it and be better for it. Some of the hardest times
0: are receiving feedback and and again, being able to put yourself in that mental mind state of of positivity in receiving, you know, that feedback. it cuts me like a knife every time somebody tells me anything about anything I've created, no matter what it just does. But to be able to sit in the back of my mind and understand, man, they're just trying to make it better. Quit taking it. So personal It's not a slap trying to tell you that, you know, you can't do whatever you've done, all of those things, but it's, it, it has helped move me forward in, uh, a lot quicker by taking those moments and being able to take the step back and not, um, allow things to be received so personally and have the bigger understanding of it's about the, um, creating, you know, something, something better ultimately at the end of the day.
3: Yep. I think you guys hit it on the head, hit it on the head. And uh, <laughs> there's so many different aspects of fear. So, uh, we talked about fear of feedback. Um, there's also the fear of, of just judgment. Mm-hmm. Very true. People just feel like they're being judged. And look, if you find somebody that has a better skill set than you at something, whether it be one thing, two things, whatever, look, I don't care. As long as you're judging the fact that I need your help, then let's run it. Um, let's go. I'm not worried about the rest of the judgment. It doesn't really matter to me. As long as I get what I need, you can judge me all you want to because I'm going to take that thing that you give me that I need and I'm going to, I'm going to get better. And then eventually if I've embraced the feedback or I've embraced your viewpoint, then that leads to me being a better person. And that is the price
1: of admission for you being in, in my environment. (laughs) Absolutely. The floodgates tend to open after that. Oh, I got one more, um,
0: flash to me. Um, you have to be able to, um, while it doesn't mean that you need to pop bottles uh, for your small victories, you need to learn to celebrate your small victories and embrace the, the, the steps along the way and your your, your steps towards accomplishment and execution and, and not get lost in feeling like because you haven't gotten to, you know, the, the top of the mountain that you are looking for Every time you put a stake in the ground, you need to be able to give yourself some type of pat on the back. It doesn't need to be something big and crazy, but allow, you know, your uh, minor steps towards accomplishment. To also be what propels you to do more and and to feel excited about, you know, everything that you've done instead of getting lost in, oh man, well, I only did XYZ, you know, I, I should have done more. Yeah, there are times that you should have done more, but don't get so lost in constantly feeling like you should have done more and never taking the time to kind of look back and understand, well, wow, I have actually done, you know, XYZ and being able to use that accomplishment. To keep you in that that positive uh mindset and focus
1: of keeping it going. Environment of gratitude. Boom. Yeah, man. You gotta be excited about yourself. You have to be. And then and and being excited about yourself, you you kind of shy away or or get so get away from that imposter syndrome that kind of sets in when you constantly, you know, looking, oh, I could have did this better or that better. No, you did something great. So be excited about that i mean the celebration of success for people who are like who, who are most successful like I, I find i I hear how hard it is for them to accept the gratitude for the accomplished accomplishments they've made because they're always looking to the next thing they're always looking to you know jumping or jumping on the next mountain after you've reached you know mount everest or whatever it is but you got to spend time, time the ability to recharge, the ability to look at yourself and where you, where you have come from and, and where you're going. Like, it's just, it's just so important. Yeah, it's funny. One of my, by far my hardest things, and
0: I, I constantly um, am doing, you know, like mixes, whatever I do, whatever it is, right? And, and trying to do it to the best of my ability and, and wanted to be the bomb. But as soon as somebody like gives me a compliment or tells me like, this is dope or this, that I'm, I'm, I'm so shy. And so like, not like, you know, a thank you was like, Oh, you know, I'm so like shy would instead of like being real as, as much as I, I feel I should be with my chest out and, and feeling like, yeah, you know, you know I do appreciate, it, it, it's always weird that feeling of once you do, in a sense, get the validation or somebody telling you, hey, man, that was a good job, how quick you'll kind of feel like, oh, I can't believe, like, somebody actually recognized I did my work.
1: Easy, easy. So we're going to get ahead, go ahead and get ready to wrap this thing up, on, because I know you got to get back to your work and everything. But I want to go to you first, man. I got to get the Arts Corner in before we hit Fresh Ovation and Coach K taking us on out of here.
2: Uh, this week is just positive thinking and not being afraid to, to speak up. Um, you're in meetings and most of the time you can either be a shadow or you can be a statue. Um, you got to decide what you want to do and how you're going to do that process. Um, shadows will sit there in a meeting and just watch it and have your thoughts and opinions. And when you leave, you think, oh, man, this would have been that or this would have been that if, if they had said this. A statue stands up in front of everybody, and everybody can look at you and see which, how you look, but you voice your opinion and you stand there in front of a crowd without fear of, of opening yourself up. So choose what you're going to be, a shadow or a statue.
1: That's huge. I ran into that junk almost every conference call. It's crazy. But fresh, we're gonna go ahead to you, man. Fresh preservation what we got this week? Well, first
0: and foremost, you know, um, as I told y'all, year execution. So, I, I, I set a goal of wanting to really bring fresh evasion to the people and stop just uh providing uh affirmations and really you know make it something my own. So, with that said, Black history that month this year went ahead and it's fresh evasion. Y'all can go check on social media, Instagram has officially dropped. With that said, yesterday, February 3rd, um, I have all that I need to make the world great for me and others. All my efforts are concentrated on things I want to accomplish in life. Um, Pretty much staying focused and and to stay the course, right? The road is, is rough and treacherous, but coming out of the jungle wearing a lion's head with a tiger suit and Komodo dragon shoes is your birthright. So being able to truly understand, like, yo, that's what you, you you are here for. It might it might not always be the easiest road. It might be, you know, a, uh, a treacherous path through that jungle. But at the same time, it's your birthright to come out looking like it was nothing and, and, and really showing the accomplishment and the success that you had. So with that, it's Preservation. Y'all make sure to go follow on Instagram. We're going to blow this thing up. Holler at your boy. None other. Be fresh
1: long pause there, there, there it is there it is ladies and gentlemen make sure you get this podcast on itunes google play and soundcloud we got the videos up on youtube and vimeo Fresh is dropping them joints each and every week and let us know what you think about that new intro to the 13th floor also every month got a shout out coach k we are gonna be doing the break room sessions uh each and every or every month once a once a month so we want to make sure we get that in oh um i don't mean to cut in
0: um i actually have had some uh a couple female friends who have talked about us answering some um like female couple related uh questions i'm gonna be looking to get some of those questions of course any of our female listeners please uh feel free to drop in there but i don't know if as a group or i'm even thinking about uh starting a little ladies love fresh where uh I'll go ahead and, 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 you know provide some insight into you know uh, burning questions y'all have about y'all mates or y'all friends or who y'all interested in man
1: y'all got questions
0: I got answers I ain't scared let's get it my bad I cut it
1: Coach K you 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 the man for the job you got it all of it Coach K it's on you buddy um wow I don't
3: even know how to follow that but yes if you guys do want from a black male perspective, we're here for you. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> this man has thrown me all the way home.
1: Do you have a question on you first? You getting, getting, uh, getting requests. Um.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a question. It was a situation that had happened where I had a female friend who decided that she wasn't gonna pretty much get down with a dude that she was cool, what, you know, was feeling because she hadn't um, shaved her stuff pretty much at the end of the day. And so I let it be known that ultimately, like, yo, that is the furthest thing that we ever care about or are thinking about in that sense. Like, you really should have went ahead and allowed that man the opportunity to experience, like, y'all should experience each other ultimately at the end of the day. I really don't think that he was caught up. Worried about transfer energies, exactly. Disagree, though, oh so, yeah, that, absolutely. That, that that was really the spark of the conversation. So that was what it was. Is that I'm letting <laughs> ladies know, like that is not that shouldn't be uh, what stops you from you know that energy exchange. Because I will let you know, the brothers in we're, we're not worried about it. that. Is not going to be something we're going to talk about. Or um, I'm sorry, and I mean I. Anybody in the room willing to take a quick poll? Because I know me personally, I'm that wouldn't stop me. I don't know anybody else would, would uh you know have stopped. All right, just checking. But you no, know, you're good, Coach Case. <laughs> 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 People ask, I got answers. I'll let you know. Ladies and uh, friends, we'll come soon.
3: All right, so let me try to clean that up for Mama Jones. Mama Jones, we supposed to shout you out earlier. Um, in the podcast, uh, I'll take this
1: opportunity
3: to shoot you out now, Mama Jones. the absolute uh, worst uh, time. That,
1: yeah, that was bad. I, we, we, we just let it
3: ride and I'll be which is mad. Mr. Uh, Mom, uh, one of our biggest supporters, she listens every week. Um, yes, please uh, direct your comments to Fresh uh, on that last part that just happened. <laughs> but um, I, I will say this. I, I will add this to, to it if that becomes the most important thing that you need to go find somebody else, because you're going to encounter many different things, many different obstacles, disagreements, and things that there will need to be compromised on where if that can't be compromised on at this point, then you might as well move along. Now getting back to closing out the environment situation. Look, a lot of people wanna accomplish things this year and I'm gonna tell you if you just continue to operate in the same environments that you've been operating on, uh, whether that be your household, your, your, your network of people that you know, uh, the job that you're at, if you continue to uphold the same environment, you're going to get the same production out of your environment. So if you want to change and get to the next level, Look into how you can manipulate and change your environment. Look at the things that used to be in when you felt good about life that are no longer in, and you need to get back to some of those. Find some things that you can put back. Um, look at your relationships. You know, are are people helping you be complacent? Are people just encouraging you in your bad behaviors? Are people not challenging you on your bad behaviors. These are all things you need to look at. And if you'll learn some things and once you learn them and you want to do something about them, go ahead and make the change. Find an environment that is conducive to you. And in some of these situations, some of you look, you you live someplace right now because of your kids um, and the schools that they can attend, but ultimately you're hurting life overall. one day your kids are going to graduate and then what so look into your environment find things that go well for you and uh, that's our time here on the 13th floor Whew, that was tough man I can't follow hey man you need to have that segment like early <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah bro. way before Way early. <laughs> <laughs> Shout
0: to my mind. I remembered the conversation and and having the conversation of like she was. It's not
3: your fault because you weren't gonna put it out there. It's it's it's
1: Brett's fault. Uh, listen, listen, moderate yeah, He pushed I me mean, to the edge, right? Right. <laughs> Who knew we was gonna be talking about that? Like, I definitely was not expecting that. You know, you're running the mill. I'm dating this guy, and red flags maybe came to mind. Not this whole. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> you to to, ladies and gentlemen, to us here on the 13th floor, where the furniture isn't always the best, but, but the, the views, baby, are
2: 137.
0: 137. Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing. It's a 13th floor, y'all. It's a 13th floor, y'all.